0: Good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Welcome to Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and our fabulous co-host, Nichelle Johnson. Say hello to everybody, Nichelle. Hey.
1: How are you, Hezekiah?
0: I am doing good. Just having one of those days when I think we're having a repeat of last week, but that's okay. <laughs> When things go wrong, so I'm gonna to call tonight's show when things go wrong, part two, because we you know we're having difficulties. I actually did apologize to everybody um on my Facebook page, and um you know because we're having difficulties this week, but God is still good. I just wanted to thank everyone who's been listening to the show. You know, we listen to man in the mirror, and with that said, I would say we're uh, we're having a few difficulties tonight. But as they say, the show must go on as usual. Absolutely. Um, we didn't want to upset our listening audience because that's not a good thing. You know, we want you guys to know that we love you and that we are here. And um, if you want to call in, call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com um, because we are, you know, our last, the guest that we had had some issues coming up and, you know, was not able to make it tonight. So, but we're still going to continue the show, you know, in Jesus' name. You know, we got to keep going, you know, the word says, we two more gathered in his name there will he will be in the midst. So we are all gathered here in Jesus' name tonight. And like I said, it's probably going to be a continuation of last week, but that's okay. And with that said, I'm going to actually ask Michelle to open up in prayer for us. Sure. thing,
2: Lord God, we just come to you in prayer, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you for all things that you've done for us this day, Lord God. We thank you for all the blessings, Lord. We even thank you for the grace and mercy that we have received, Lord God. We thank you for your protection of unseen and seen things, Lord God. And, Lord God, we just ask you to bless the show, Lord God. Bless Hezekiah. Bless the listening audience, Lord God. Anyone in the chat rooms, Lord God. Lord, we just ask you just to bless what goes forth today. Lord God, we got caught offhand, but we know in life, Lord God, that will happen often. And so, God, if we just stop for a moment to give you praise for all that you've done despite and for all that you've done regardless, Lord God, Lord God, there's plenty to talk about with that. And we thank you, Lord God, for just continuing the show, Lord. We ask you to bless and keep Everyone listening in, Lord God, Hezekiah and myself, Lord God, we thank you for all things. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen.
0: Amen, amen, amen. So with that said, we're just going to actually have some fun tonight because, again, it's one of those days, one of those weeks where, you know, what do you do when things go wrong? We started that last week, so we're going to start that in part two. We just, no script, no nothing. It is just us tonight. And what I'm going to do is just read one of the Psalms that I love to read. You know, Psalm of David, and David was saying, um, Psalms 34, from 1 to 5, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will gl- I will glory in the Lord. Let the... Afflicted, hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. And I like and I like that because I like the last first part. Is that I will in um, the King James, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my mouth. In um, and, and I think it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my lips. And then in verse four it says, "I sought the Lord, and He answered me; He delivered me from all my fears."
1: So with that
0: said, you know we just have to, you know, when we're going through, we gotta realize we gotta pray, pray, pray. And did I say pray? We gotta continue <laughs> to pray, talk, and seek God. It says, "I sought the Lord." I sought. So sort is almost like seek. If we look up sort, um definition it's gonna give us it's gonna tell us what sort is. Um past and past participle of seek. In other words, sort, we gotta seek, we gotta seek the Lord. He basically said, I sought the Lord, I was seeking the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. And one thing I learned from hearing out is not biblical. Michelle, is not biblical. But if we take the acronyms of fear, false evidence appearing real,
1: mm-hmm. that's what
0: fear is, false evidence appearing real. Um, and I'm looking for that scripture in Timothy. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love, and of a sound
2: mind. Amen.
0: And we have to remember that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and that's Second Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. And one thing Satan wants to do is mess our minds up with everything that we're going through. And that's what he wants us to do. We have to, the guy says, Paul was writing to the Corinthians, to Timothy, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So basically he's telling us that he wants us to have a sound mind. In other words, keeping our mind stayed on him. The word says, um, if we keep our minds stayed on him, he will, uh, uh, keep your mind stayed on him and he will direct our path. But it'll come to me. But, you know, we have to keep our minds stayed on him. Any comments, Michelle?
2: Oh, amen. I just wanted to uh, read Jeremiah seventeen, seven and 8. And says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes, it leaves. its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. And I just want to say, you know, for us, really that saying that, Even in times of trouble, that's actually when we are growing, when we're flourishing, because through times of trouble is when we find our confidence in God, where we realize his strength in us and the Holy Spirit in us, and also when we are put to the test is when we can actually show up and show out for God. We come and rise above things that are going on with us, and that actually shows the strength of God in us.
0: Amen, amen, amen. You are correct. And I actually, I actually am going to read that, read that scripture. It's found in Isaiah, Isaiah 26.3. You will keep them in perfect peace whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Um, and that was the new international version and the new living version is you will keep in perfect peace whose trust is in you and whose thoughts are fixed on you. Yeah, many things are going to go on around this. Many things are going to go around us, but we still, it's hard. And I will tell you, it is hard because, you know, things are going to go wrong, but we still have to keep our minds stayed on him. That's why he said, that's why he um, said, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Because if our mind is stayed on him, then we won't be worried about what's going on. Because that's one thing our pastor was talking about this week. You know, when we're worrying, when we're anxious, when we're going through, we have to keep our mind stayed on him. We have to... Um, then another verse in Isaiah says, um, Isaiah forty-one ten. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So if God says he is going to uphold us, and i read that again. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. He is our God. Amen. He is our God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He said he is going to uphold us with his righteous right hand. So, we you know, we just have to think about that. If he says that, he is not, he does not go back on his promises. He does not go back on his promises. We have to continue to trust in him, knowing that, you know what, He's gonna make a way out of no way regardless of what we go through. He's gonna make a way out of no way. So again we have to continue. I just wanted to
2: I just wanted to uh say right there with that my God because I, I think we really underestimate the power of him my God. So it's not just because when people say, oh, there's a God of this and there's a God of that, where, you know, I understand what they mean, but let's make God personal. He's my God. He's my God, my Prince of Peace, my King, my Lord, my Savior, personal to you. And there's a lot of power when you make that relationship, a personal relationship, and not, uh, you know, oh, that's my dad over there, you know, he's a good guy, but that that's my daddy. He got my back. I know he got my back. If you say anything about me, my daddy's going to get you. You ever heard of the little children? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the first thing
0: that come out their mouth. <laughs>
2: bragging about their daddy because they just know their daddy got them. Their daddy is going to protect them. You can't talk about me. You can't do nothing to me. My daddy going to get you. And that's almost how we have to, to be with Christ, because with God, because we should feel that personal with him. Like he cares about everything concerning you, the little and big things the little or or uh, big things, and he cares about every situation that affects you, and he knows the numbers of the hairs on your head, and he knows your beginning and your end, and he knows who you were or knew who you were before you were even birthed from your mother's womb. Like when we really get into how intimately God knows us, we should know him as intimately. And until we get to know him that intimately, we should always be seeking to know him that intimately. And if we do that, you know, the God will never seem far away or situations will never seem too big. I was talking to somebody, and it was a situation that was going on, and it wasn't even a big situation. It was like something pretty, you know, minor like and this, this is a one of my favorite things to say. I always say, Well, you know, if you do the possible, he'll take care of the impossible. He'll take care of the, the really hard part as long as you do what you can do. And so me and the person were talking, I don't wanna get into like real specifics or whatever, but me and the person were talking and I just I just happened to say, you know, well, God will handle that. And they were kind of looking like you know like it was <laughs> like it was so small, you know, but if you know that you- not, can't necessarily change the situation yourself, then you have to rely on God, and if you actually are really, really relying on him. Then you already know it's done, the situation is fixed, it's corrected, it's, it's it's being worked out, it's going to go however God wants it to go, and you're going to get blessed in some kind of way. And um, that's a thing also that a lot of people forget sometimes that even in this little crazy things that are going on, somehow in all of that, you will get blessed because God tells us it. Everything is going to work out for the good of those who love him and who are called. And so we need to realize that if we love God and and we are called for his purpose and we know that and we know he's my God, then every little thing that happens, in the end, it's all going to work out for your good.
0: Amen, amen, amen. You are listening live with... um... Man in the mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and our fabulous co host Michelle Johnson. Um, as we had to do a change up tonight, but God is good. We actually made it a part two of When Things Go Wrong. What do you do? And we're just talking. We are just talking, um, quoting scripture, praying, and having a good time in the Lord. Because guess what? What they say the show must go on. The show must go on. And um, I want you guys to keep me in prayer, because I'm not feeling too well, because I'm going for too fake, but God is still good. You know, I told the dentist, just give me something to keep the pain off until I, so I can make sure I make my show, and then we'll deal with the rest later on. But, um, again, you know, you're listening live with Hezek- um, L. Montgomery, Amanda mirror and Michelle Johnson. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror and Mm -hmm. join us because we are having um, a good time in the Lord. Uh, We are having a good time in the Lord. And another psalm that I like is Psalm 27. Uh, We mentioned that one last week, but I'm going to mention it again. Uh, Let's bring it up. Psalms 27, which is an excellent psalm, you know, of praise. You know, and it says, "The Lord is my light and my salvation; whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life; of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies, it is my enemies and my foes who will." stumble and fall. So the Lord is saying, Okay, they can come, but your enemies and your and your foes they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even when even then will I be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, and this is only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his secret tent and set me high upon the rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. And the sacred tent I will. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me. Answer me. My heart says to you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do you hide your face from me? Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, my God, my Savior. Though the father and mother forsake me, though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of your oppression, because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desires of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, sprouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will seek the goodness of the Lord. See the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and take heart and wait for the Lord. And that last part is the hardest part to do, is to wait for the Lord and be strong. Because he's telling us, I got you, just like Michelle said, I got you. But sometimes we have yeah. to wait. And that waiting part is the hardest thing to do. I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm going through some stuff too. So that waiting part it's the hardest thing to do. You know, we get anxious we as we're waiting.
2: Remember, we were just talking about that last week as a guy, yep. like, the waiting, how we wait.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, we're not people, we're not patient people. We're not the type of people that actually want to wait for stuff. We want stuff like now. And God said, like Michelle said, I got you. But sometimes we have to just wait and be of good courage. It says, wait on the Lord. That's the song. I put the song in there last week. It's an old song, but it's so true. It says, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And it says, wait on the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. He's going to bring us through everything that we go through. You know, he sees everything. Many times we don't understand, but he sees everything that we go through. And he said he will be there. To help us he will be there to uphold us but we we have to the best thing i can say The one thing i learned is i had to get into the word read read and read and study read and study read and study read and meditate because there's so much if we know what's going on in baltimore there's so much going on in baltimore right now so much going on in our country that we have to keep baltimore in prayer. We have to keep, our, you know, gov you know, keep the government in prayer because Satan is running rapid, and we definitely, you know, have to remember to keep everybody in prayer because the devil is running rapid. He's running rapid, and one thing I do like, um, I put it on my Facebook page. I found it on someone else found it that Mississippi has put prayer back in the schools. So that's one, yeah. that's one of us as Christians. Mississippi has put prayer back in schools because I, I, I guess they've noticed that it is something that is needed. It
1: helps. <laughs> yes, it. It,
0: it helps, is right? It helps because you know with so much going on, you know, out in society right now, definitely helps. But um, before we go on break, can we get a um, hear some information from our sponsors. Michelle, you have any words before we go on break?
2: Oh, I had a few, but but listen, have, have we have we said any scriptures? I'm trying to keep track of all the scriptures that we we were quoting. But have we said any scriptures from um, James? No. Okay. Um. So I was looking at James chapter one, and there were a couple of scriptures that I just wanted to talk about. Um. And it kind of goes along with what you were saying, what you were saying at the time. But James 1, 2, and 4. And it says, Count it all joy, my brother, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete. Lacking in nothing, love that because when things are happening, these trials and they said trials of various kinds is what the what the what the word says. When, the, when these trials are going on, it's like we're like, oh Lord, make it stop. Lord, take me out. Lord, make it in. Lord, fix it. Lord, do it. Lord, come. It's mm-hmm. taking it. it too long, Lord. But
0: preach it, girl. Preach it. You preaching to the choir.
2: It says For you know that the testing Of your faith produces Steadfastness And let steadfastness Have (coughs) That is like wow It says let steadfastness Have its full effect So if the trying of our faith Is producing That patience that you were talking About in us Patience for when when things are happening to know that God is going to fix it. Patience while we go through it. Patience with people who may be causing situations and and they don't even know how they're affecting us, but yet we know that that steadfastness, that patience, we need to let it have its full effect, which means don't cut it short. You have to let it take its full course. And that is how complete. Who does not want to be perfect and complete, lacking nothing?
0: Amen, amen, amen.
2: But I wanted to to read 12 to you before we go to break. Um, In James 1, it says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. So there's a reason. There's a reason. So if you looked at it as if if I can remain patient and steadfast when I'm in trial and show God that I have stood the test and the trials that have come my way, then I'll receive my crown. So if that's how you're looking at it, does that make it easier because if I'm going to get my crown of life by doing it, that makes it easier for me. So I, I just wanted to bring that out about being steadfast.
0: Amen, amen, amen. And a um, few notes from our news. we got a couple of new supporters, and I'll bring them up first. One of our new supporters for Man in the Mirror is... Um, Leroy McKenzie, Jr., President and CEO of JNF Enterprises. Giving the best business consulting service, let us show you how to grow your, grow your brand. We offer marketing plan strategies and entrepreneurs and authors, business sales development, entrepreneur kits for aspiring business owners, seasonal entrepreneurs looking to expand your brand. Call for your initial consultation today, four four three seven six two two three two four 2324, or email them at jnfenterprises at yahoo.com and their mission. Jnf Enterprises is a distribution, publishing, and business consulting firm designed to provide enlightening, provocative, and empowering books, Christian based. Products and 21st century business consulting techniques through our emerging office, progressive technology, and creative exposure. JNF Enterprise was started in 2004 with a self-publishing of President Leroy C. McKenzie Jr.'s debut book of poetry, The Inner Soul, I-1 and Two, and the launching of their new Christian apparel line, Try 3 Jesus TM. Believing in this vision, the god that God placed in him, Leroy set out to put the distribution and publishing industries on those that there was about to be a new way of doing business, following the purpose of bringing visions to reality. JNf seeks to enlighten, empower, and impact the communities that it will touch. We seek to provide emerging authors with an independent avenue to maintain exposure, touch individuals with our Christian spirit through our Christian apparel collection, and bring visions to reality through our business consulting services. By being a Christian-based company, we will add a spiritual foundation to our business business that will add instantly celebrity integrity, I mean credibility, integrity, and general sense of courtesy to the world of business. In this day and time, businesses have missed the mark of providing exceptional products and services, and JNF is poised to bring back the basics of business. So that was one of our new sponsors, um, JNF Enterprise. Give them a call. You know, you can call. You know, you know, contact us, and we'll give you their information as well. Music instruction for all learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at uh, I mean, I'll say, yeah, 410-370-7105 and talk to one of our instructors about that. And we're also running a fundraiser, which we're trying to raise you know, $400 to pay the fee for our nonprofit status. And another sponsor will be Curvy Boss Project. The Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of four-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com. And with that said, we will take a little break, and I want you to listen to this song entitled Something
1: I woke up this morning, saw a world full of trouble. Now I thought, How do we ever get so far down? And how's it ever going to turn around? So I turned my eyes. God, why don't you do something Well, I just couldn't bear the thought Of people living in poverty Children sold into slavery The thought disgusted me So I shook my fist at heaven about
0: Live with the Man in the Mirror, with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson. We had to do, we're just, we just non-script tonight, folks. We are definitely non-script tonight, so we, you know, something came up and our guest was not able to make it, so, you know, the show must go on, and I apologize um, on behalf of Man in the Mirror, because that's not something that usually happens, but... There's a first time for everything. Amen. And, but anyway, and but again, the word says, where two or more gathered in his name, there he will be, and he admits. And we are here. We are here. We are here. And, you know, I seen we had some friends of mine listening from Philadelphia. They said they were just um, going to listen, and and that's fine but we are doing a part two of When Things Go Wrong. When Things Go Wrong, we definitely have to remember that, you know, we have to keep going. Again, I'm sorry, if you're listening in, you can call me at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror. And, again, we're, we retitled it, and I'm going to re-edit it for today's show once we're done. But it was like when things go wrong, part two, because you have to be ready. You know, mm-hmm. in business. They call it many times. I went to a workshop you know, a couple months ago, and they say sometimes you've got to pivot. You know, in basketball, you've got that pivot foot. It's, you know, long, if that foot is on the ground. You can move any direction, left, right, or around in circles. As soon as you lift that foot up, if I'm correct, that means then you're walking or travel, traveling, walking. So sometimes we have to pivot, you know, when we do th- things like this. And I've had to learn this is we almost had a hundred shows in the show, you believe that?
2: Uh I don't <laughs>
0: We're almost cool. at 100 shows, so with that said, I had to learn, you know what, sometimes you have to pivot, and then I've also learned at that business class that sometimes you got to know they ask the question, Notice, ask us this question, what is your plan B? So, you know, what do you do? But, we, you know, we could not stop the show because when you have a listening audience, you have to keep going. So yeah. I said, okay, Lord, what are we going to do? I had to talk to the Lord about that. He said, "Well, continue last week's discussion. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Because what do you do when things when things don't go right? When things go wrong, what do we do?" And we started off with David said, "I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my mouth." We have to continue, you know. Then we talked about fear, false evidence. The acronym false evidence appearing real. We all get fear. We all get anxiety. But um, he did say. Um, Lord, with all thine heart, lean not to thy own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And he also said that um cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. That means give it all to him. Cast it because he cares, loves, and wants to want us to be there. So when you know, when we're going through, when we don't understand, we have to continue To cast, many people don't understand, you know, cast your concerns, cast. What does cast mean? Michelle, what does cast mean?
2: Cast, C-A-S-T? Yep. Cast means to put upon or to throw out. Exactly.
0: And it's a verb. Throw something forcefully in a specific direction. So when they say cast net when they were when you know, when they were casting the nets, they had to cast them in a specific direction and what God is telling us is throw forcefully, giving you know, this is the first time I ever thought about that, but he's saying throw forcefully in a specific specific direction at him. You know, he said, Give it to me, cast all your cares upon him. Throw it to him, give it to him, he can handle it.
1: Oh, no, no. Now
0: we on the other hand, when people start casting too much on us, we get a little frantic, we go a little crazy. You know. <laughs> but, you know, the boss giving you this, the kids giving you this, they casting everything on you. You know, your brother, your mother, your sister, everybody just throwing something on you and you like, hold up, wait a minute. The word says, Cast every cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. Cast him, give it to him, because he loves Amen. and cares for all of us. You know, he has no you know, respect to a person. Now, we, on the other hand, have a respect to a person. If I don't like that person, don't come to me for nothing. I wish you would come to me. But God is a God of love. So when we're going through, he wants us to give it to him. And then we mentioned God has not given us a spirit of fear. 1 Timothy 2, 7. 2 Timothy two seven, God is not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And oh, you also God. mentioned, now many of us need a sound mind right now because there's so much going on <laughs> around us. We're like, okay, God. Yes, indeed. One more, <laughs> if I had that straw that broke that camel's back. Again, when people starting to get on our nerves. We ready to fun. shoot the boss. We we ready to mm-hmm. shoot the boss. We ready to kill the kids. We were just ready to do it all. But, yeah. You know, because we just want to sound mind. But, again, mm-hmm. we have to continue in prayer. You know, the bills are getting on our nerves. You know, you're making more. You got more money than you got more bills than you got money. I'm trying to figure out how you to do it. Every but month. Again, we have. Every month, every day, more money than you got, more bills than you got money. But we have to continue to stay in prayer. We have to continue to talk to the Lord. You know, he knows what we're going through. He wants us to talk to him. And you mentioned earlier um, when we were talking, is like, with God, all things are possible. Yeah. You know, there's nothing impossible for God. With him, all things are possible. But when we're going through, we just—the answer is there. He's just waiting for us. You ever look at your kids? knowing they ain't going wrong. You know, you see what direction they're going. Now all they got to do is ask you, and you can tell them how to do it, how to fix it. But they're going to go around. I got this. I'm grown. I can do this.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. And they messing up <laughs> all around the way. They messing up. All around. They're going around Hector's barn, Gloria's barn, everybody. When all they had to do was follow the directions you gave them. And amen. Who that's knows that God
2: it's not is just
0: to... the kids? It's not just the kids. Right. It's, it's the, you're right. You're right. But you know, I was using the kids as an example.
1: Yeah, but, yes, um,
0: I know I was just using the kids as an example, a lady. But anyway, but, you know, we and that's how God does with us. He wants us just to follow his program. That way, when things start to go wrong, then we have, you know, have a way out. Sometimes we have to become like King David. David messed up. But remember, when David was, um, the Lord just gave this to me, when David was young, he fought off, tell me if I'm correct, he fought off a bear, a lion, you know, anything that was coming after those sheep. He had to fight it off. He wasn't by himself. That was nothing but God. Then later on, we learned that he defeated Goliath. Amen. That wasn't him. That was God. He went in the name of God. God, you know, He said, you know, He was angry at the at the lion. I mean, at Goliath because he was, you know, scaring the Israelites. But he went down there as a young lad and slayed the giant because he knew who was on his side. He knew who was on his side. And once we realize who is on our side, there's nothing we can't do. Regardless of what you're going through, there is nothing you can't do as long as we remember, as Michelle said earlier, I got you. Any comments, Michelle? we were... We were
2: talking about that steadfast faith and uh, I just wanted to I said let me let me look up steadfast so I can really get some good words to give people um that that'll let us know what how deep this steadfast thing is. So it says the word steadfast traces back to the old English word seed feast. A combination of feed, meaning place, and feast, meaning firmly fixed. So a firmly fixed place. Picture a person standing firmly in place, not wavering or budging an inch. And you'll have a good sense of what this word means, amen. And some of the, the, the synonyms of um, steadfast are dependable, sure constant, unwavering, Mm -hmm. staunch, steady, continuousness that may be depended upon. So I, I just thought that was awesome because imagine if our faith was like that. Our faith was steadfast like God is calling it to be. He wants us to have steadfast faith which is continuous, unending, never budging, never moving, never wavering, amen. So I, I was just like, yes, God. <laughs> All those words, yes, that, that is what we, where we want our faith to be. And I, I thought one of the um, really good words that they used was reliable. God wants us to have reliable faith. And reliable means that every time that, that our faith has to be in action, we it, it never fails. Reliable means you can always count on it. He, so imagine God always being able to count on you being faithful and having faith in him and exercising mm-hmm. our faith. Amen. So I, mm-hmm. I just thought that was really, really good.
0: Amen, amen. You know, because it's kind of interesting the way you said it because it's like, why to stand still and the wind is blowing against you, mm-hmm. a tumultuous wind, not just the wind. That wind of life is pushing you on your right, is pushing you on your left, is pushing you on your front, is pushing you on your back. And God said, just stand. And and you going around and you gotta put your you have to have a firm foundation. It's almost like being you know how we go to the beach and we stand up in the water and
1: mm-hmm. when those waves, waves. come mm-hmm. you try to,
0: you know, dig your feet down the sand and like, Okay, I ain't going nowhere. But those mm-hmm. waves are just coming, they coming and coming, you think you're stronger than those waves sooner or later. You know, they may knock you down, but what do we do? We get, we get back up, back up. Mm-hmm. and that's what God wants us to do. It's like when things are going wrong, we still have to continue keeping our minds stayed on him. We have to keep our minds looking at him like, you know what, God, this is us, and I'm not by myself. I know that you are in this with me. Is it easy? No. I'll be honest Amen. with you. Because I get there sometimes, too, but not impossible, because we have to know that God is going to be with us wherever we go. That's why he wrote that. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He does not want us walking around worried and stressed about everything, because he says, I got this. Even when we go mess up, he knows we're going to do it. Like we talked about those kids, and like Michelle said, ain't just kids. It's us adults, too. It's us grown folks that think we're grown. Compared to God, we're not grown. But it's us grown folks, too, that when we go ahead and do stuff that we know we shouldn't have done, his mercies endures forever. His mercy is always there. His mercies are new every morning. Is that the
2: Amen. You got the verse? And I, I... His mercies are new.
1: hmm
0: I'm trying to find it right now, so I'll make sure I say it right. Amen. His mercies are new every morning. I'm gonna you, yeah, we read that this week um, in Bible study. He says... Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 The steadfastness Love of the Lord never ceases His mercies never come to an end They are new every morning Great is your faithfulness Mm -hmm. That's one thing my pastor Talked about this week in Bible study He said his faithfulness Is not just faithfulness But he said it's great Is his faithfulness Great is his faithfulness And I read that again It says the steadfastness and you just read about steadfastness. steadfast, the, steadfast. Uh-huh. the Lord never ceases. The mercies never come to an end. Now, we get mad. See, as humans, we get mad. We get upset. Look, I ain't, ain't doing with this no more. Hmm. All's getting on my nerves. She wish she would come and ask me to do something again. Or well, one of your friends. Okay, you got one more, one more to keep asking me to do this. You know, but. He said, "His mercies never come to an end. Ha! They are new every morning. Great is Your faithfulness." So
1: mm-hmm.
0: we got a, his, you know, his, 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 his um, faithfulness is great. And I just looked up lamentation. Lamentation is a noun. It says the passionate expression of grief or sorrow, weeping. So these are the lamentations that are in the Bible and um, he was basically saying they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So when we get to that point, it's like, okay, I'm tired, I'm done. Yeah. But the Lord is always there. His faithfulness is always there. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies are new every morning. He didn't say some of the mornings.
1: Every so we we morning.
0: sometimes people, some people say I love uh-huh. you. Some people love you until a certain moment, till you get on their last nerve. That was the straw that broke yep. the camel's back. Whatever you want to say it, you know. I'm going to so love you, you until you get it. on their
1: first nerve. Right, 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 right,
0: right. And like, well, <laughs> what done happened here? But that's how it is. But we have a God that loves us. His faithfulness is great. His mercies are Great every morning. He is steadfast. He is steadfast. He is steadfast. You know, when you say that steadfast, everything is lining up for what we're talking about tonight. Um, again, you're listening live with the man the mirror. We are down to our last seven minutes, but we are getting there. Uh, we had a guest tonight, but something happened. But that's okay. The show still must go on, and we titled today's show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, when things go wrong, part two. You know, we didn't stop it. That's what Satan wants to do. Sometimes he wants you to boo-hoo, Okay, what I'm going to do? I don't have nothing. Mm-mm, it don't happen with me. It, it don't. It won't happen. We have to keep the show going. You know, because this is something that's important. And you know, we we have to encourage each other. You know, when things go, when things don't go right, or when things go wrong, what do you do? You know, we have to remember that God is with us wherever we go. Whatever we do, God is going to be with us. You know, when we wake up in the morning, he's Grant.
2: Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your thought. I just wanted to um, talk about you and mention love. And I wanted to just touch on that agape love, that agape love that, that we are supposed to have. Uh, And a lot of times that has to come into place. So when these these things are going on, when things are not going right, when situations get messed up, when our boss might be acting out today or our children acting out today or our spouse acting out today or our best friend acting out today or the stranger standing next to us that decided to act out today, any of that, or something got into us and we're acting out today, Amen. We have to exercise love. We got to rein it back in and exercise that agape love. And that agape love is is the highest form of love. It's sacrificial love. And it's the love of God for man, but it's also supposed to be of man for God. And we're supposed to have that love for one another as well. It's an unconditional love. That just transcends every single thing, and that serves, and and that reminds me of of one of our uh, prior guests that was talking about his love for his wife, and he said he tries to out serve her every day, and then she tries to out serve him every day. So uh-huh. they serve one another, and that way everybody's needs to get met. So just imagine if us as Individuals in the world, if we try to outserve one another every single day, like you bought you you bought me lunch today, I'm gonna buy at the whole office lunch tomorrow if I can afford it. Don't bu- don't bust your budget. I'm just saying
0: that's an example. Y'all heard uh, that? Uh, she,
1: <laughs> <laughs> she buying uh, everybody uh, her office lunch
0: tomorrow. <laughs> it's recorded. Oh, we can. Good
2: thing we don't work tomorrow. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that that love, it just transcends everything and that serves regardless of circumstances. So that means if you were mean to me today but you need my help, I offer it. And how about I offer it without you even asking me? We don't realize how sometimes how that speaks for us, like our actions and what we do Causes us not to have to open our mouth per se to say anything in regards to whatever situation is going on or how somebody has treated you because it ends up being what you do shows them that you are so far past you know snippy attitudes and and you know whatever's been going on that your love for them is so far past that that. It doesn't matter. And when, when someone feels that kind of love from you and you can offer that kind of love to somebody, then it becomes sacrificial love. It's sacrificial. It's, it's regardless of what's going on. I, I will give to you.
1: Amen,
0: amen, amen. Well, go ahead and preach, sister. Preach, 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 preach. Keep it going. <laughs> But that's one thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's one thing that we don't know how to do: sacrifice. Because um, I wrote this in my book, Rediscovering Kai. Hint, hint, hint. Um, we live in a self-centered society.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: live in a self-centered society, and what happens is that it's all about us. We don't know how to take that sacrifice. We don't know how to sacrifice time. We don't know how to sacrifice. We don't know how to sacrifice love. We don't know how to, you know, love is unconditional. We, I love you until, like we said earlier, but that's the one thing we definitely have to learn how to do is love. We don't know how to do it. We don't know how to sacrifice. It's all about us, 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 me and mine, but we cannot live in a, live in God's world without learning how to sacrifice. We, you know, parents sacrifice for their kids all the time, and sometimes the kids don't understand the sacrifice that the parents went through. And we as Christians sometimes don't understand the sacrifice that Christ went through for us.
1: Amen. And guess what?
0: When we say those, mer- his mercies are renewed every morning, that sacrifice is being renewed every morning. He died once on the cross, but he's renewing that grace to us every morning. And many times we don't know or understand that, but we have to think about that, that he has sacrificed for us and continues to sacrifice for us and renewing his grace and mercy towards us. Yeah. Amen. Okay, any, uh, we're about to close out. Any last any last comments on the show?
2: I just wanted to read, and I was saving that for the end, but I just wanted to read Ephesians three, twenty and 21. And it says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, To him be glory, church of Jesus Christ, to all generations forever and ever. Amen.
0: Amen, amen, and amen. And I'd like to thank all of you who are actually listening tonight, for my friends in Philadelphia who are just listening in the background. You know, I love you guys. You know, we want you guys to one day come down and be part, you know, get a chance to meet you guys and have a good time. That's my buddy Charmaine. She was actually on our show before and she has a dynamite story. Um, I don't wanna I'm gonna get it wrong, so I gotta make sure I get it right before she be calling me all kind of names. The Great Miss uh The Great, uh, the great Fortune Foundation and she has her own <laughs> foundation, so they've been listening tonight. I mean, look, I gotta get it right before I get beat up. But it's the great Fortune foundation, and they are doing a great job over there helping to, feed the, helping to feed the hungry in the Philadelphia area. So we thank you guys for listening in tonight and supporting us because that support is important. And we're going to continue to, you know, put her name out there because she is on a God gave her mission. And I'm going to actually play that song again because, meantime, if we knew that song, I'm going to play it again at the end. It's called Do Something. You know, a young lady, and I'm going to leave with that, a young lady went over to Africa. And um, she went there just to see what was going on as a project for school. But what what happened is as she got over there, she seen everything that was going on. And she wanted, and she said, well, God, you know, why isn't somebody helping these people? Why are they like this? Why are they going through this? No shoes, no clothes. Um, I mean, no food. And God told her, I want you to do something. And what did she do? She called back home and told her father, told her dad, Oh Dad, I'm not coming back home. And Dad said, Look, you better be, you know, as parents, you you better be on that first plane back or you know, the whole nine yards but she said, No, I have to do something. And she stayed there and started her own foundation. She started her own program, helping those kids, helping that community. You know, they named the school after her and everything. But she knew she could not just leave. In her heart, God was speaking to her, and she decided to say, you know what, I'm going to do something. And, you know, that's why, you know, when you have people like, um, our main fortune of the great miss uh, the great Misfortune Foundation, then you got to think people are out there doing something for the communities they're supporting each other, and with that said, I'm going to close because we had a great time this evening um, we'll you know We'll put the information up for next week's show, and again, this is Hezekiah Montgomery, and as always we will see you. At the Mirror
1: I woke up this morning Saw a world full of trouble Now I thought, how do we ever get so far down And how's it ever gonna turn around So I turned my eyes to heaven I thought, God, why don't you do something I couldn't bear the thought of people living in poverty, children sold into slavery. The thought disgusted me, so I shook my head.